0: That's joinMIDI.com.
1: Hello and welcome to the Tom and Jerry podcast show. How hey, are keeping? Sixth episode, Jerry. Sixth
2: one, number six, lucky number six. We didn't fall out with each other.
1: Yes. Do you know what I think has been the stu- we stuck
2: together for the sake of the podcast.
1: Sake of the podcast. do in front of the podcast. Soon as the
2: podcast goes after college, we are through. Yeah, we are gone. Do you know what's actually? I'm getting the house. What actually
1: really softened? Because um, we, I mean, we could have killed each other. I think the last two times we've been eating
2: food. Yes. The, yes. Uh, <laughs> which means once again,
1: <laughs> totally unprofessionally, chawn. the uh, meats of another variety. It's uh, pulled pork. This one. It's pulled pork with a cider touch to it. Came out nice, didn't it? It's a big bowl of ham. It just makes for perfect radio listening, telling people what a thing tastes like. Yeah. Now we sound like RT. It tastes like lovely ham.
2: Yeah, no, it's good ham. There's nothing a coachy likes more than a good ham. Yeah, this is just it. Um, I had, uh, I had, um, pulled pork is, is lovely ham. Brisket is lovely beef. Brisket is a good beef.
1: Yeah, I honest to God, I thought it was only poverty food up until recently I ate it. And I have to say it was good gear. It's just it's just nice beef. But you're you've actually just led me straight into I, I don't know should we how how's your week been anything any any you uh, haven't lost a leg or anything
2: no uh, no I'm still here still casting a shadow yeah
1: it's yeah uh, oh, you I'm as a plow straight on into it we'll get it's, straight into it shall into we? my giving out yards because as soon as you said brisket. It, it just led me into something that...
2: Would you say it led you brisk. into oh, oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it it's did. It's the fucking level we're at here, wow. people. Wow, wow. We saved all the good stuff for number six, so we did. We did, actually. Yeah, that was a really
1: nice one, actually. I'm just trying to think of shitty <laughs> puns now, <laughs> <laughs> Meat-based puns. <laughs> Episode six, the puns take over. Yeah, you know it. But we... Uh, but let's
2: lace on with, with the segment. Exactly. The segment is called...
1: Giving out yards. It's giving out yards. Go contrariness. for Contrariness. But what it is is um, you let in with brisket and pulled pork. Sure. I mean, pull, like, that was a, a heathen thing once upon a time. I Not am- to have ham sliced. <laughs> but yeah. it came about as a result of a lot of these new restaurants that are opening up around the place and have been, I suppose, the last two or three years. Look at you there with your hot sauce, like you know what yeah, it is. chipotle. Chipotle. I mean, that's it. <laughs> chipotle. I'm taking. A, I'm
2: taking a punt on that being
1: chipotle. the pronunciation of it. I think it is, but I. Look at
2: me here. I got a four. Six months. months I had that
1: stuff. I was buying that stuff in Tesco six months, and I was calling it
2: chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> what well, sort of an ingredient uh, am I? You know, and like? I'm just here with my, my chipotle sauce. Your crackers oh, like, and your pool pour. I'm pouring it directly onto the ham, right? I don't know if that's... I, you're supposed to go that... Uh, I'm just like...
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if you're supposed to be that, you know... I suppose frivolous with the stuff, like just lashing it on. I think you're supposed to actually just garnish it slightly. Just garnish it. Oh, really? But no, like, you
2: obviously have an asbestos mouth from the years of breathing. No, to, to me, it's like... Uh, the, the, you got to understand, people. I've got a fork in my hand like it's a toothbrush, right? <laughs> and I'm pouring... <laughs> with meat and on it. A, and I'm just pouring chipotle over it like it's toothpaste. And I'm going to brush my face with it now, so I am... Uh, yeah well that's not the hottest of it it's no that's nice gear but where I'm going that's the Cajun one again where the fuck are we
1: going with Cajun it's brown sauce it's brown sauce essentially is what it is why are but my problem of late is these uh, street food restaurants alright okay like I okay there's fucking barbecue giants opening up all over the place and it's that they're trying so fucking hard I was in one in town recently and the food is grand but you're sitting on fucking pallets and yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean you're going and th- it was grand the, this particular one I got a little vexed I went into the Jackson day the mirror made out of the top of a 40 gallon drum steel drum which is fine but they purposely went about because I tweet, I had to tweet them because it vexed me they purposely went about doing the shittest welding you have ever seen mm-hmm. in your entire life now to anybody who's never seen the top of a 40 gallon drum or you would have if you've ever watched Breaking Bad or anything they're already professionally fucking welded you don't, you don't need, need to, to cut them off it. Oh. And re weld them to so that the weld looks like cat shit. Looks like something a crow shit in the family. Yeah, exactly. I was just I got me fucking vexed, and it got me thinking about the different places then that are total bullshit. Like another one we're in, it was it was Thai street food. Right. It's right where the street thing came from. There, it's popular street in town. This place, people have been raving about it. Yes. You have to go in there. Oh, you must. You had to go in there. Sweet cheese. First off, I was I was contrary. They'd obviously been to a reclamation yard or a place that had been taken over <laughs> by Nama. Because they fucking scaffold boards. Right. For seats. Right. Now I left the buildings, Jerry, a couple of years
2: ago. We'd gone away from all We'd this.
1: We'd gone away from all this. Okay, you're going to put me down on a scaffold board and I'm going to eat like I'm a five-year-old at a football match Fair. Grand job. But do not charge me 16 euros a fucking dish. <laughs> and you get these Ben fucking wankers just sitting there like, with their fucking dreadlocks... You know what they're sitting in the lotus position because of course they can't sit with their feet on the fucking ground like and they're sitting going oh my god this is exactly like the stuff we had in Fao Do you remember that? Yeah Do you remember that god. time? Do you remember that time when we went to the full moon party over in the Fing? Fin? But you they've remember?
2: really cleaned it up the, oh. They've they really robbed it of its essence well, if It's, it's tr- a fucking mimosa but It's a yeah. mimosa pal, Don't go fucking mad right? But this is
1: my thing like if it is street food I can guarantee you the last place you ate that if it was off a fucking street somewhere you gave about 45 cents for it Yeah you and that's the reason why it was a percent. fucking street food. Don't be calling this shit street food, putting me on scaffold fucking boards and all bits of fucking milk bottle crates. And then, th- and here's the fucking thing, they've all, all taken on this Nando's thing where they go, come pay me for the shit first. Yes. And then we'll give you a little, see about we'll, it afterwards. We'll give you
2: a, little, we'll give you a number on a little stock. Go fuck yourselves. Do you know what it is with this country right now when you're talking about street food? We seem to have. Uh, okay, I can see the natural evolution of uh, food that you would be served on the street if you're living in London or somewhere like that. And yeah. You know, a little kiosk at the side of the street. <coughs> yeah. Or a guy on a wheeled cart that's selling you stuff. And by natural evolution of it, if that food becomes popular... Yeah. ...he would move on and finance himself to a restaurant... Yeah. ...where he would sell the same food that he was making there. alone. Oh, we in this country seem to have just kind of leaped over that middle step. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: we what? brought the fucking... We brought the chippy van indoors. And we're still St- serving out of the chippy van.
2: Exactly. It just seems to have been like, you know... Here's authentic street food, but it's never been served on the street. We just opened a restaurant and that's what we call it. Like, you know, if it was a, if, if it was
1: authentic Irish street food, they'd have it, the sound of a generator ticking over in the back of the The only authentic <laughs>
2: I swear to God, are you can to back me up on this one here now? The only authentic, genuine Irish street food there is is like a hot dog and a quarter pounder that you'd buy at a ploughing match. Yeah, like that. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or in those little plastic tubs. Yeah. With a little timber fork. That's yeah. authentic. But I, I just... It's brilliant that you've gotten onto that. You class. never went to a fucking ploughing match in both Oh, and you pork. know no, the first or place, you got, you got first place the jumbo you ever, sausages. first place you ever ate pulled pork was in a restaurant. You know it. That was claiming to be street food. But because we never knew it from the street, now it is just restaurant, restaurant food. food. There's a place... You know there's street. I think it's called Chancery Lane. It's
1: there in Dublin city centre. It's behind the Four Courts. Everybody would know the Four Courts, and it's an extremely hipster lane. This place. There's a few joints along there that would actually give you heartburn looking right. in the door. Yeah, you know, give the fear. Everything's ironic. You know, it's you know, Oh, we have just used uh, car mirrors. To, you know, in the bathroom. You know these. You know this shit. Yeah. Well, there's one after opening up you there. Can, you
2: can get your drink served in a Coleman's mustard jar. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, they have opened to open up a Mexican restaurant Okay And Great fine It's a Mexican restaurant But this is Exactly This is just It only just came to me This is exactly depicted What we've just talked about They have You know the old Citroen World War 2 vans Yes They have that Inside in the fucking premises oh. And they're serving Out of that To people sitting on pallets <sighs> And churns And they're charging Full fucking whack And they They're they, they, the juror- or the, the journalist is like And you know what it's, such, it's so simple It's actually fantastic It's so simple So and fresh it, so, but When she explained The simplicity of it There's some fucking charlatans Like there was three ingredients In some of these fucking things yeah. She was going It's so fresh yeah, Fucking fresh it looks like it wasn't made yeah you, know, like, you fucker you just bought you just bought three things slapped it together and put it in a tortilla and charged somebody
2: 12.99 for the fucking thing here's the damnest crack right with this like you know it took us as a nation about from the advent of uh, whatever form of street food it might be <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it took us as a nation about 10 minutes to become fucking experts on it. Oh, sweet Jesus. Like, I, I think I had my first burrito when I was 33, and I'm 34 now. You no? Know? yeah. Like, you were never given a burrito when you were a younger gas. What blew my
1: head off, I was in Leakslip the other day. Burrito bar in A burrito
2: bar in What in the name
1: of all fucking divinity? Would they know about a fucking burrito? This is
2: milkshake shops all over again, Tom. I give them 18 months and they'll all shut them down again. There you go. Milkshake shops. For (coughs) fuck's sake. Yeah, I get a fucking smush of dairy milk into (laughs) a bar. Fucking soda stream shops. That's always your Come here to me. But I'll tell you what it was. All of a sudden, like, you know, one burrito shop opened in Dublin. And then all of a sudden, there was a double, a dozen of them. Oh, yeah. And we were all falling over each other going, you don't want to go there. You want to go here. This is a dad. This is a dad. This is a The shite they're wrapping up in a tortilla is much better than the shite they're wrapping up wow, in a tortilla. Wow, look at that. This crowd over here really can wrap up meat and rice a lot fucking better than that Have curd. you ever spoken to a Mexican fella? Uh, no, I have a funny feeling that all the ones working uh, in... <laughs> <the> <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> working in the burrito shops up here are Spanish at
1: I met, best. I met a chap. There uh, about three weeks ago I was chatting with him and he was saying he loved Ireland he was working for a computer industry and all the rest uh, of but it the I said what yeah. do you love about Ireland he says, number one you fucking heaps of grass yeah, well, he says no. where I'm from he says, in Guadalajara and he says heaps of grass and there's not loads of people getting shot he's where he's from in a village outside Guadalajara last time he was over home 20 fellas got shot in the one day That's alright that's aside from the food side of things but he that was just a lead in to his conversation <laughs> he that could, was his opener he fucking <laughs> He loved Irish food,
2: like no, like boxty.
1: He loved bacon and cabbage. Right. Thought to the fucking bees knees. He loved fucking boxty. He loved white puddings. Right. Mad for white puddings. Couldn't get enough of white puddings. And what? He just. What else did he? to something else fucking right Irish. Stew. Couldn't get enough of it. Of stew. Couldn't understand why, in the name of all fuck, we would be bothered with his scour. See, this he thing. couldn't, he could not wrap his head He says, do you know why we eat uh, them? He says, yeah, it's tradition, it's nice, it's all the rest of it But he says, if we had a good cut of fucking meat to be eating We wouldn't be mincing that shit and throwing it into our fucking yolk so no, it looks good No, 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 no.
3: you'd be doing it
1: right He says, this, I says, and this is amazing that a Mexican fellow was telling me this He was like, why in the name of fuck? I says, but tis different and it's tasty Yeah, tasty, my holy." he says, it's only He says, was put, that food came about as a result of necessity Yes, that's, <laughs> says, you know, that's
2: poor people food
1: Yeah Poverty food. food
2: yeah, that's Because
1: that restaurant I went to I was telling you about there was a Thai street food It may have been street food Right down to the fucking actual stuff Because it was the narrowliest Heap of shite Yeah Now I eat most fucking things Tongue You name it Yeah Oxtail Anything But this shit couldn't be eaten It was a chicken A former chicken But I'd say It was an old rooster At some stage in its fucking life Plastipedia Yeah exactly Plus. This fucker was about 45 years of age when they killed him. <laughs> he was the only fucking chicken
2: in Ireland who have died of old age.
1: And here's the killing thing. I brought the shit back up. I said, I'm sorry. Because, of course, waitresses don't come around or waiters don't come around. Oh, personal. No. So I walked back up with the stuff. I said, I'm sorry. I said, it's inedible. Yeah. And be, she looked at me like I was something she had just scraped off her shoe. Because she had made, obviously, a comparison between that and what she actually had one time out in Fifi or Ting Ting. And I was the animal because I couldn't wrap my fucking head around the fact that it was low grade shit Yeah, now, at I, full price That's fine, out in fucking Coase we or wherever Because they're fucking struggling, them poor f- feckers like. They're doing the best They're doing their best We've got shit tons of fucking stuff here that's good quality and she's charged me full whack for it I wouldn't have minded if she only charged me a fiver $16.99 they wanted for a fucking plate of street food sitting on scaffolding fucking boards
2: uh, here, 16 99 that's what it is Tom, now, it's, it's it's this supposed poverty food that somehow they're charging you a fucking day's wages. There you go, there you go. I don't know, I mean like, uh, like uh, and everybody just got so fucking cool all of a sudden and everybody can tell you the best place in Dublin to get chicken wings, do you know what I mean? Mm. Chicken wings me whole pal, fucking 10 years ago you'd never tasted sweet chilli sauce, so don't be fucking you know telling me now, yeah. where to get, I remember the first place I ever got nachos. Go on. I got, I'll tell you what it was, was it was at the cinema in Dundalk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what was, it was. It that, was it that stuff they call cheese but it's not really fucking cheese it, it was like goop. what it was I'll, I'll never forget it right I went in and all the we, uh, I think we were going to see like the sixth sense right so that'll give you a time frame yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking hell it, and that's the a good 10 city, years right. ago that's it's that any of fuck it's like Tis more because yeah, like in 90, college I'm, I was in college it was 98, 99 yeah. yeah so um we went in yeah, and was, all that and... Geez, and Dundalk. Hmm. Well, Dundalk got a they new... They wouldn't have had them in Clan f- No, they, they had, this was the new cinema in Dundalk. The old oh, right. Delphi had been closed and this was the new IMC. It's still there, it's still a fairly nice cinema. But it was like nothing we'd ever seen. It was like seven screens. We were like,
4: fuck, this is amazing, right?
2: Righto. And they had popcorn and, and such like. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try these nachos. What the fuck? Nachos. Why the hell not? And she goes, do you want cheese or salsa? Right, and now, right, now, that salsa now, now you'd know the answer to that question Yeah But at the
1: time, I swear <laughs> to God I remember asking it I had to go I know where this is going, go on
2: What's salsa?
1: Yeah <laughs> It a good thing she didn't put out fucking guacamole yeah, as well
2: Right, she goes, what's salsa, right? And she only, all those Did she, she know what salsa actually no, cause was? Cause or did was it only, have salsa written on the, the bucket? The place was only open about a week, right? And we were among like the earliest customers <laughs> So even she had to kind of, kind of go to herself, well, what uh, is salsa? You're goes, dead, right? She had to go, uh,
5: it's like,
2: it's like tomato sauce. <laughs> she goes, it's like tomato sauce. And there's like, there's like onions and uh, there's like onions and, and, and it's spicy as well. It's hot. And I was like, uh, cheese, please. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, all right. And then she goes, right. So that was enough. We're battling through this fucking nacho minefield here. Right. right? Okay. And then she comes with this. Would you like jalapenos? Ah, for fuck's sake. And I, and I was like... What are they? <laughs> and she goes, it's like, it's like a little pepper. It's a little green pepper. It's hot. And I was like, hang on a wee second here now. I just want to fucking wrap my head around this, right? I asked for nachos, which to the best of my knowledge a flavorless are... flavorless crisps. Are, are, they're crisps, right? Yeah. I'm reading that, right? Yeah. It's crisps, right? And, okay... I'll have a cheese sauce on the side of it to dip it into it. It'll be the first time I ever dipped a crisp into anything. Yeah. At yeah. this point, well, absolutely. Yeah, Right yeah. now, if someone gives you a bag of Doritos, you'll be like, well, what, what, what am I a fucking pauper here? Or <laughs> what here? kind of fucking animal do you think I, I am? What fucking human animal do you think I am? Give me something to dip this into, right? But back then, the notion of dipping crisps into anything was an alien thing, right? Sandwiches. That was about
1: as close. That was, about that it, was that. the only deviation from actually eating it out of the bag was sandwiches. That was it? as
2: wet well as a crisp got before yeah. it went in your mouth. Yeah, yeah so on top of that you're asking me do I want spicy tomato (laughs) and onion sauce and wee green peppers on it a fucking vegetable up on top of your a vegetable up on top of your crisps and she has the (laughs) she has the nachos into the tray right because only only she had the nachos into the tray I was going to go come here come here I'll take a fucking I'll I'll take a bag of Maltesers (laughs) instead you know what I mean I'm getting in way over my head here with this but in the end I, I just said yeah and that's within our lifetime
1: yeah yeah, yeah, and how fast we forget that, that That's was within living
2: memory Yeah, that's it That's within the age of the DVD Yeah That I was baffled asking someone What's salsa? And I people, now all of a will sudden People will hear this and
1: start laughing But I guarantee you yeah, What's going on here? There was no fucker pre-99, pre-98 Knew what the fuck salsa no. was There was no, no fucking way there was a no fucking it. jalapeno No, I mean, we didn't Sun-dried. We're wrapping our a sun dried. No, head sun dried fucking tomato. Tomatoes. like when you see a sun dried tomato, it, imagine going into a like two thousand and
2: one, even going into a century. Think, think how think quick that line must have moved. Yeah, can you imagine it? Ham and lettuce and tomato. Done. Tomato gone. Jesus, ham Push lettuce, it. ham lettuce, and maybe
1: a slice of fucking cheese. Yeah, that was it. But it can now? Can you imagine asking for a sun dried tomatoes back then? <sighs> forget about it. I can, can I get some of those gherkins as well? Yeah. What the
2: fuck? Do you know we've got sweet corn if that's any addition to you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like literally Tom, like within within the space of time that I was there uh, fucking struggling to know what a jalapeno was for me crepes to go in and go see the fucking six sense. <laughs> and now you're listening to the people going like, uh, what, do, what do you mean you don't have cremosa sauce? I know. What sort of a burrito place is this? <laughs> Pull yourself out of your whole pal, and fuck off Would you ever do that? It,
1: it is It's a funny That's Jesus yeah We've got tons on it the, There, there yeah. has to be plenty on that one Because Here we are eating fucking pulled ham
2: this is, this, this is Bust open nice ham hand. <laughs> I will
1: add though I am dipping it into uh, Into Coleman's mustard I haven't gotten ahead of myself You're there over there With the chipotle sauce Albeit it is in my house But Well I did uh, I did once eat
2: nachos in 1998 yeah right (laughs) I I definitely I'm just trying to think there's no
1: fucking way there's no way at (laughs) it but uh, yeah I suppose how are we doing for a rant I suppose we got kind of vexed there alright we could go down any amount of tangents here like because you're getting Jesus Christ there's so many fucking food ones but the, the vexing thing is people need to fucking catch themselves on like yeah because you can fucking sing it all day long but when you start seeing this shit and they start adding words like chia and stuff like that. you like, what? what? I was in Little the other day and for some reason I found myself drawn to a bread called chia. What? I didn't know bread was called anything but brown or white. Yeah. No, it's you, called
2: chia. Oh, uh, look, come here to me. And that's, all, all this is before you start into gluten-free.
1: Oh, don't get me started. Well, I wouldn't even know where to fucking start with gluten-free. I don't this
2: know it, I, I used to sit down sometimes from, for, 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 for at work. How did I get the gluten out of it? It's like, how did I get the, ca- the, coffee out, or the coffee
1: out of Coffee. I, don't know. I mean, did I have to wa- wash the shit out of the tea bags to uh, make them No, Look,
2: whatever they take out, whatever caffeine they take out of coffee, put it in mine. Give me the brand. W. Yeah. Do You know. Yeah. Well, I was. I. I remember like uh, sitting down uh, with workmates for lunch. They'd be all eating gluten free this and fucking tofu salads and all that. You right? did, but you worked in hardware. How the fuck did you come across? I worked in other places in hardware, shop. Huh?
1: Have you? Oh you yeah, well,
2: yeah, and, when... and, and they'd be sitting there eating fucking gluten free wow. this and all this kind of shit. And I'd be, I'd be sort of thinking to myself now lads you know Jesus. there's a spar there and you a fucking chicken fillet roll for 3.95 with a free can of coke. Like don't overthink this. Yeah exactly. That's your Jesus. lunch sitting there for That's, you. It's tricky. You're of two salads. Like
1: these fellas must have nothing on in the evening when they go shopping. They must have, Now I, I can appreciate everybody bringing the sandwiches to work. You'll always make a superior sandwich. If you know. Well if you can go for it if you have the time. To, but you have to set aside time. You do have to set aside time. And then to go down the aisle looking for the gluten free shit. I mean, that's strict guidelines. No, no, don't overthink it. I'm handy.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But MiniHealth understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes.
1: I'll make my own sandwiches going to work or whatever, going to anywhere, I'm no bothering that. Even long journeys i found myself making my sandwiches. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I swear to God, it's as simple as it was when I was about 12. It's still ham and cheese. It's ham and cheese. <laughs> it's ham and fucking cheese. Yeah. I have stopped with the butter, because I think butter is either, and I won't use that spreadable shit because there's no point, it doesn't taste of anything. Uh, maybe some of, them, some of them do. But I think butter is getting harder. I'm ripping bread. Or even oh, that I'm, bread's, I'm, get, bread's getting softer or something. Bread is just fucking. Maybe just their
2: fucking coordination is gone. You know it. That's it. So you know my eyesight.
1: Use thinks, it thinks I'm like an inch further back than I yeah, actually the am. Yeah, depth perception's fucked. Yeah, you're probably spot on there. Actually, this is yeah. what it
2: is. Like you go to butter a slice of bread and you just start gouging into the worktop.
1: That's my. I yeah. My hope of being in the fucking the air force is gone. So is that what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, what was it, Henry Fuffenbach? Yeah. Henry Fuffenbach. <laughs> 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 Little uh, little hotshots joke yeah, there, yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah. Well, we'll have to have movie nights and just creep. Well, you be the man for movies. I mean, there's there's one I don't think you don't know or haven't seen at some stage. Are you looking forward to? Uh, you looking forward to the movies of the summer?
2: No. 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 I'll catch them on DVD. Yeah, actually, yeah. Because so I'm a pain on the whole.
1: Yeah, fucking right. Dot. wants think. to leave the house. I know you're right. You're not wrong there. If you can sit at home with a couple of beers, we'll definitely have to leave the house and do a podcast in my bar though.
2: Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's. If a go- we can find a bar that would hold us. Yeah,
1: I know the. Ain't no are... grave, Tom. No, we no, There's plenty of bars around. I can think of or They'd be perfectly fine. Degenerates like us could just hide in the corner with a podcast machine and be absolutely fine.
2: Yeah, you, yeah, This is what it is.
1: I think yeah, I think we we'll wrap up on the cribbing about food because, yeah, it's a, I think it's more our ignorance
2: really. Oh well, I'm clearly, I'm clearly not uh, refined enough to know the difference in one chicken wing and another. No. One thing I'll ask you before going in front of yeah. you you would be a man that'd be more inclined to eat a rabbit leg than a chicken wing. Yep. Yeah. But what comes to chicken wings, do you prefer the one that looks like a wee drumstick, or the one that's two bones? Two bones. Yeah, two bones. Yeah. That's the one. Do you
1: know I got, I, I once had a house party, and I went and bought ten kilos of chicken wings. And I, that was the first time that question has ever come up. This isn't the first time I've been asked that question. Which I prefer. One joint or two joint. And that's the way the guy put it to me. He goes, do you want a one joint or two joint? I says, will it be more expensive? He goes, believe it or not, it's actually a little cheaper. I said, Jesus Christ, you don't need to fucking ask me a second time. It was because the butcher didn't have to take that second swipe and cut off that bit. I said, well, what happens to that bit? Oh, that bit gets ground down. I said, I'm, I'm guessing it doesn't go as fertiliser. He goes, no, that's all you need to know. So the guy sold me 10 kilos of chicken wings for with the the extra little fucking forearm on it there, little four wing on it. <laughs> so, but I, I think they're a handy handle and when they're getting nice and crunchy, because I deep fried them, when they get nice and crunchy, you know, bite off that. I mean, it's absolutely vicious what you're fucking doing, like when you think about it, you know. Yeah, but I,
2: don't know. I wouldn't know about that, time. I wasn't
1: invited to that party. Oh, you're not? Fucking hell. <laughs> You probably were your miserable body. I probably was, but I said I think a dig a genuine. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have liked it, it as when I lived in hipster land the USL. Yeah yeah
2: yeah. But right, uh, so we we'll wrap up that one. Yeah, I think out we'll, up, yeah, we'll wrap up yards. Up, yeah.
1: Given out yards. It's been good. That's been good. That fucking ham is good in fairness. That is it turned out alright. For the recipe, look <laughs> 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 It's as simple as this. Boil it for a while, then roast it for a while. And during that roasting por- process, pour some cider over it. Everybody, That's
2: it. Everybody's at home right now listening to this going, Man, these guys really fucking love that ham. They f- <laughs> I just saw it. But the problem is, we put out so much of it, that we were after eating at least two people's amount of fucking ham there. Like, it's yeah. just because it's broken up in pieces. Like yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't even imagine, I suppose, I'm literally just eating raw, like... Yeah, straight not, into ra- Not raw ham, but just... Just ham. Just ham. Yeah. When was just the last time you sat down and just ate meat? I don't know. It could happen more
1: often. I could do you know what you'd I mean? You'd be alright with it though. I'd be certainly alright. I suppose it's probably, if you cooked it with the skin on, there's probably, or maybe leave a hoof in there for fibre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the you want out of it. all the roughage you need. <laughs> leave the teeth in there. Be alright with it. No, we'll push on. Yeah, we'll push on before... Uh, yeah, people have to get off their bus and whatever. Listen to this thing going. Who
2: the fuck are these two fellas? I'll listen to the rest of this tomorrow. <laughs>
4: yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pause and, Where was
1: I when I listened to them fuckers?
2: Yeah, we're gonna push on to the next segment. Everybody loves this segment. Topic. Yeah, this is the one we, as we've as we've said for the past uh, for the past uh, five podcasts. I've well. I've even put it to the test
1: just this weekend. Gone at least three times in conversation with different people because I was just over the weekend. I was talking to a lot of different people. That was the one. Concurrent, oh, yeah. even gigging with a with a couple of bigger name comedians two weeks ago. They all just wanted to know the same thing. But they they just wanted to swap stories. We hung around for a little bit afterwards, and that's all they wanted to talk about. Yeah. Was the horrific
2: ones. Yeah, as horrific was, ones. As stand-up on comedians, as myself and Tom, purport to be, purport to be. Uh, yeah. They. are not always. They're not always the Olympia. They're not. They're not always Vicker Street. They're not know. always. They've yet to be. Have yet to be Vicar, yet Street. Yet to be <laughs> Vicar Street. Yeah. Every they, now and then, things will go slightly and that's the ones everybody wants to know about nobody wants to say hey tell is me it myself. the Irish in us or do you reckon everybody's like that I think it's just I think people just honestly I think people want to uh, reaffirm their own beliefs that public speaking is terrifying yeah You're, you've you nailed it on the head I think there you know yeah. and they're like God yeah. does it ever go horribly wrong because I think it'll go horribly wrong yeah. if I did it absolutely
1: because yeah, yeah Well, I, I found myself going no absolutely they go great and then they go really no no no, no sure. alright well and this is, we, we always, yeah, we, this is always a bit where there's always one to talk about. And we both have plenty because we've, we've been comedians of the road and saying that we've seen comedians every... of the night's watch. <laughs> <And>
2: <laughs> we guard the realms of four sorry bastards paying <laughs> to go into comedy clubs. But we, we, we boil it all down into a segment that we call My Worst, worst gig, gig Hour. Ever. I'll feel this one. Yeah, you go for this one. Well, Tom, you have juicy ones. I like your ones. I got so many, but I think what I, ha- I have to talk about a place right now. I think I gotta go to that special place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we gotta go there. Well, we don't even have the kettle on. We this don't even have the kettle on for this. This is, this is this is, this is a place which no longer runs gigs. Right. Right. But did what? you shut this one down? Well, more or less, yes I do. <laughs> I have this I have this habit I've setting. You're it like people. the fucking fire officer. I swear to god, I, I, I um if you if you book McBride for a gig, he will absolutely play it. But I, I tend to uh in, in in the life cycle of a comedy club, they'll have their first night out. Yeah. Where they'll have someone off the telly. Yeah. You know. Uh they'll have their second night out where they'll have a slightly less more famous reading yeah. and as the audiences dwindle, they'll start come ...rapping on, say, perhaps... <laughs> ...and sliding, sliding down the pay scale... <laughs> they'll, ...they'll eventually ring me... ...and then after that the pay just... ...kind of can't go or no what we
1: what we found for both of us... Uh, ...you'll get a phone call from somebody who... ...just couldn't do the gig. Right, and then you'll be you will be the fucking gooks because they know exactly what that gig was fucking entitled, Exactly. And you will be... They'll catch you right at that time where you're in the middle of shopping for some fucking thing and you don't have a diary on you and you're going, yeah, yeah you know
2: what, I'll do it. On,
1: yeah, I think I'm alright.
2: You put no thought into why they didn't do the gig. Why it happened to you. I mean, like, it lands to me and I, I've i played the last nights of a lot of places because, mm. you know, I'm a little bit further down the to get list, So. Well,
1: do you know what? I'm going to say that maybe you just... Well, no, we could lines. We could just say that you stole all the thunder out of the room and there was no, never any use after that. I no,
2: yeah. no, we'll tell the truth, Tom. Yeah, I've, okay. fucking <laughs> I've said it before many times. I've closed more clubs than Elliot Ness, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I did actually play at the last night of this place and the first night of this place. Really? At several nights in between. And for fact, when I was a young, upstart comedian, it was one of the only places that I would actually get a gig. And it was a place called...
1: The tap, the tap. I never did the tap. You never played no, the tap.
2: You had shut it down on me. I had fucking ground that thing to the halt. Did a picture of you on the front door saying, "Do not enter." With you know, do not book this man. No, <laughs> the tap would the tap for anybody that doesn't know it is a pub in Dublin. And if you're in, if you're listening to this now, and you're saying to yourself, "Well, I I know I know a pub called the Tap," but that couldn't be the pub they're talking about, though. <laughs> 'Cause the place I know is as rough as fuck. <laughs> There's No way that no, he's talking about a place that a comedy night ran and this place is like no, mm. fuck no. Yeah. That's the place. That's the place. That's no, the one. Yeah. There is not a second one. Wow. That is the place. The tap where is, is... Where, where roughly roughly where is it? The tap is on North King Street, oh, which oh, is yeah, where, yeah, where yeah, Dorsey yeah, Street yeah. ends.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, sort of bleeds into it there. See, do you know how you were living in Dublin so long? Mm. You would call it Dorset Street.
2: Oh, shit,
1: yeah. Yeah. I've always called it Dorset Oh, Street. have you? Oh, yeah. Because I, I got corrected by people for being, after turning Dublin, even though I always call it, I would have read that word and said Dorset, but loads of
2: people call it Dorset. Dorset Street, right. Well, let me ask you a question, Tom. Does a dolphin has a have a Dorset dolphin. fin? <laughs> or is it a dolphin? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, a, a, a door, uh a dorsal fin, no, he's a dorsal fin, yeah. Right? Okay, that's, so what I would, yeah. So that's what I would have gone Anyone with. that wants to say a dorsal street, you're free to say that. So, how far back was when did the tap start? When was your tap first time? I was I was kicking about six to eight months, right? Maybe not even that long. And the place, and wasn't you know, a comedian running it? It was indeed, There was a couple of comedians running it, and I was green as fuck. right. Okay, so you just thought. all comedy clubs were equal which there are certainly are not which they certainly are not so if it was a gig that was running this was like it was playing at this place was the same as playing at the international playing at the Lounge you know it was just like it was a gig in Dublin the Did, fucking stars
1: were was bad. there a separate like venue in the tap or was it in well, the,
2: the tap there were, there were several degrees of tap actually I'll tell you a, a funny story before I even go um, before I go there I I, uh, I I didn't know where it was because I was living in Monaghan at the time ok and I landed up and I, I remember ringing, uh, ringing the guy that, that ran it. And I said, Look, where where do I get to this place? And he goes, Well, uh, you know, where do you know in Dublin? And I was like, I don't fucking know anywhere. I literally don't know nowhere. Yeah. You know, I know where the old big Virgin megastore used to be. <laughs> it That's it. I fucking know nothing. I know Zip. Yeah. And he says, Well, what gigs do you normally play? And I said, I played in the Hapney Inn. And he goes, Okay, well, if you can imagine starting at the Hapney Inn yeah. and walking up the keys, mm-hmm. past the four courts. So that's a fair peg now, mm-hmm. right? If you were to walk past the four courts and turn right, yeah. that would take you up to where the tap is. Right, okay. So I drove from Monaghan, parked my car in the car park behind Cineworld, walked yeah. down O'Connell Street. Yeah all the way up the keys oh no no alright okay and all the way up to the (laughs) top which I've now learned is about a hundred yards away yeah
1: yeah. (laughs) city world on Dawson Street yes yeah yeah
2: yeah like literally it's throw a stone and hit it but I did this big huge circuitous route like that just goes to show how fucking green I was wow and I land in this place and I didn't know that it was rough (laughs) <laughs> I, I didn't know what was rough and what wasn't rough. And Of course, this, you weren't looking into it because you were delighted with the gig. You were just delighted to have a gig, and I landed up to this gig in the tap. And I will say, uh, the first night was pretty good. Right. First night was alright. But explain to me the room now, was there? The room. Was there a room. Ups- Basically, upstairs there was a bar and a lounge. Right. And downstairs there was a function room. Okay. You with me so far?
1: So t- typically, if we went in there for a pint now, would we have to go upstairs for a pint? Well, we when
2: I say upstairs, I mean on street level. Okay, right, sorry, 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 you're right. Okay, you're and then the basement, shall we say, was was, the function room. Right. Where you could do whatever the fuck you wanted and they chose to do comedy. Right. So, when the gig was down there, that was alright because it was a separate room you had to make a driven effort to go to it. Yeah. But through time, for whatever fucking reason I never understand, they decided to run it upstairs. In the bar, lo- bar. In the lounge. Right. Alright. Now when it was downstairs it was doing nobody any harm. And nobody that didn't want to go to it went to it. See so, what I'm saying? Like you know. So this is the thing to anybody who's listening who has never been to a comedy club or knows
1: nothing about comedy clubs is you the last thing Johnny on a Wednesday night having his quiet couple of pints is is once is you landing in. Some bollocks
2: standing up in the corner of the pub yelling obscenities. Yeah. yeah. And that's you know oh, like oh Christ I mean even when I go for a pint on a Friday night and some who are Shacks up with a keyboard <laughs> uh,
1: Your keyboard
2: Your oh. keyboard hatred well, It's <laughs> one, well there One to the keyboard Yeah That's like all <laughs> you, Like I swear to God That just and So the thoughts of me Going out for a pint uh, And some lad Showing up to do comedy That I did not pay for So A separate room in a pub Is always beautiful Ah it's essential It's so essential it's, if it's going to If gonna, you want to see comedy Yeah You go see comedy Yeah huh. You don't want to see it It's not going to be thrust upon you so, the powers that be decided that the tap would move from downstairs to upstairs. And they'd nothing going on downstairs? No, but apparently it was just too much effort to run one fucking light bulb. <laughs> and when it moved upstairs, that was when shit got interesting. Right, okay. I'm not saying this was one gig that was terrible. I'm saying this was a succession of gigs. That- and here's the thing, they weren't terrible. I always tended to do reasonably okay at them. Right. But if you ask me what I do another one, I'd be like, fuck no. Really? Because in hindsight, how I managed to never have the car robbed outside the front of it, (laughs) or get the shit kicked out of me, because I knew no better at the time. This is how fucking green I was. I just thought this was an audience of comedy loving people that were there to see the jokes, but no, these were like fucking, like, yeah, you, you. In hindsight, dangerous, potentially dangerous people that you could have just maybe said the wrong thing to them and gotten fucking glassed in the face. I know, uh, you're
1: after bringing up an idea in my head and when we talk on another day, if we do more again, there's a pub just only up the road that you'll love the, the shitty story of. But, but anyway. Yeah.
2: yeah, and, and, and like, uh, you know, there were incidents when people... Uh, How rough was it? Like, were people Ooh. getting ticked like? How rough was it? The guy that ran it was a guy called Eric Shantz, he's an American guy, he calls over every now and then just to Oh, say Shantz, yeah, yeah,
1: I he's know. a good yeah, guy. Yeah. He's in LA.
4: Uh,
2: yeah, he had a fucking pint glass fucked with him one night while on stage while on stage fuck the pint glass at him yeah just yeah like it's a concert like like Bruce Brothers Blues Brothers style. <laughs> I remember one time I was telling a joke I was I was rocking away uh, telling jokes and when I think about it now this was like in my early days of comedy yeah where I was like to all my pals I was like you gotta come see me all this kind of thing yeah. and through the goodness of the heart they did you know yeah 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 and when I think of where I asked these people to come sweet suffering and like, like you know and it just it just always gives me pause to say God I had some real pals back then yeah. like, they really fucking they followed you into hell they followed me into the sum you know <laughs> um, I remember I was telling telling jokes one night and uh, I thought I was doing awful well and a couple of the crowds weren't really listening but there was one lady and she was really like laughing her ass off and she was like she was shy enough, you know what I mean. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. she was uh, she was made like you know she had some tattoos that she'd done herself, you know like this is what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's just having a laugh, you know. She's had a few drinks <laughs> all day, maybe, but you know what? She's listening to me. She's having a laugh. What a sweetheart! What a sweetheart! And then I realized, <laughs> like you know, because I'd stopped talking, but she'd kept laughing. Oh. And then uh, I realized that she hadn't been laughing. She was just like roaring out crying, you know that kind of oh. laughy cry. it's like. <laughs> Not a lot of people were barred, I'm guessing, from this pub. No, no God, okay. no. come on, come all. And what she was crying at, fuck knows, but do you ever, <laughs> do you, do you ever see junkies just crying on the street?
1: Man, I, had one, I had one in Edinburgh,
2: my opening gig in Edinburgh, I was telling you about this. Where a woman started
1: crying in at three o'clock in a day gig. This woman started crying in the middle, of the middle of my first ever show on Edinburgh. She starts crying from the middle of the audience, this paltry audience that it was now. She starts bawling, crying. I try to play along with it, I'm relatively green. After two more crying sessions and screaming which I thought was laughing the first couple times Yeah well. you think it was you know. She had the teardrop tattoo on the cheek the whole shooting gallery. Turns out she had been out since early that day. Yes. Mourning uh, the anniversary of her father being murdered in
2: the city. Perhaps my lady has a similar situation. Uh huh. She's self-medicating with alcohol and like you know I'm not sneering at these people or anything like that. They were out. Right. It was their pub and we were yeah, yeah. in it. You had no means. fucking business really. I really you know in yeah, hindsight this is why this is why it, this is why it it comes to me that I would never do it again because in hindsight I had no fucking business in that place. It's, you're, it's kind of like that moment when
1: you're walking up the street or you're waiting for a buddy on the street mind your own business and then there's some bollocks he starts the whole Christians preaching thing you know he starts shouting through a bullhorn at you like mm. it's like Jesus man I, I'm i on a street here just minding my own business I, I don't need this. I don't need this. You know I, know I suppose I know. the luxury of a street is that it's not your street. You know, so you exactly. can't, you know, this, and you can fuck off around the corner. This, this one struck
2: me as a place where people could go and be angry and be
1: drunk. There's a place in Game of Thrones, if you read the book, called The House of the Black and White. Okay. Where somebody, people go to die and get put out of their misery if they're on their last fucking legs. And that sounds a bit like it's, it. It could be that. Not, not ter- no spoilers for anybody if they haven't, but this, it's where the young one ends up.
2: I mean, do you know, do you know a lot of, a lot of these people... Um,
1: was it the house of the black and white? Did people was, go to drink the Kool-Aid? I do know, I fucking Did left it
2: fairly black and white at times. I, uh, it, there was a couple of times where people just ha- were in, you, you know, and they're ordinary decent. Mm. You know, ordinary decent Northside Dubliners. I'm not saying they're all junkies and this, that and the other, you know. Yeah, 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 but just salted of the irk kind of folks. Salted like. of the air, Died-in-the-Wall kind of people. And they were just in for their pint or whatever. Yeah. So when you interrupted this with your uh comedy crack. Yeah. And you tried to ask them to keep the noise at their table down. That's when they got angry. Yeah, yeah. I can see, I can see, I can kind of see this brewing all right. That's when they got like legitimately,
1: and it wasn't like, you know, any, any, see, this is a different kind of a bad gig because this is, oh, this is a gig that you could actually get your face slashed at. Well, that's it. But what I'm saying is like in any other shitty gigs we've talked about, like in fairness, we were kind of in the right being where we were and they were definitely in the right. right Whereas because it was a comedy
2: were, we were just in the geek. wrong fucking place at the wrong time this is the fucking hellman province <laughs> province and we are british soldiers we have no place here
1: hello jerry uh, i'm <laughs> to a crack of the afghan.
2: <laughs> i remember i remember one time i tried to banter with this fella and he was just he was just sitting there having a talk with um there was a, a, a man and a woman that was there yeah uh. you know rugged looking
1: <laughs> hard to age right yeah could yeah could be late 30s could be
2: early 60s who yeah. fuck knows and this just plat- depends on
1: how hard they've been hitting it basically this guy yeah. bounces
2: in okay and there's no dress code in this place if you wanted to wear a runners on a, Celt- a Celtic top go right ahead this is the place to do it he lands in and he's just having a crack at them hasn't seen them in a while and I'm doing my thing and I'm trying uh-huh. to just kind of not shush them around like that but just get hey guys what's on <laughs> over here <La-da-da-da-da. laughs> would you let like keep it down and he's like what do you fucking say to me <laughs> And I'm like, oh, but I <laughs> That's, I'm like, that's this a fucking here, line. How about that's, this guy?
1: That's a holy fuck line. Not a shut up to fuck, not anything else, but for somebody to go, "What did you what, fucking say?" Your-
3: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.
2: and dilute it down. I dilute it down a little and uh, and go, um, hey, just having a comment and and it was one of these ones where like he was like, no no no, what did you fucking say? Like now you've thought about how far we have to parked the car. And now and yeah, and now I'm thinking, and I'm fucking real green at this stage still. Like only new to comedy, not in it a year. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh, this is one of these tough gigs that I've heard about. You know what I mean? <laughs> the fabled tough. No ones. wrong. This is a situation where you could get fucking
1: stabbed uh-huh. a it in yeah, the yeah. next five minutes. This is the ones you read about on Chartle, like where shit has gone
2: wrong somewhere in Manchester because the guy is just is actually... Yeah. And the fucking, what I can't, honestly, can't recognise the person that did these gigs. Yeah. Like, I can't recognise myself <laughs> anymore because when I look back at it, I went back to that place on a near weekly basis. Really? And any time, like, you know, I rang up looking for a gig, I got one. And when I got one and I got home the next day, I rang yeah. up looking for another one. I just wanted to go back keep going back up to it and doing good things. see, this will
1: tell people, it gives people a good insight. Of the Stockholm Syndrome, But just becoming a fucking comedian, like, the hellish fucking things you will go through, like, you know. And Mm. that's
2: why so many people jack it in, because they actually have sense. They They actually have sense, and this this just goes to show how little sense I had. Now, I will say this, I will say, um, uh, I learned an awful lot at it. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you fucking did. Without a fucking shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Uh and number two, uh, like that was when I was writing loads of material and any time I'd go to it I'd always like have new stuff and and things like yeah, uh, you know, I'd always be like putting out new material because it was it was as close to a weekly gig as I've ever had. Yeah. Still to this day, the clo- as close to a regular gig that I could go to at any time and yeah. get time. Do you know? And how how long did the tap last? The tap lasted for one year. Right. Exactly one year and I remember that because the anniversary one year birthday show of it was, right. when, was when shit just went fucking mental really when shit just went hmm. went through the roof so like this the, 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 this I'm, is not I'm my the, I'm guessing the patrons weren't celebrating also well this is not my worst gig ever this is possibly the worst night of comedy ever, had ever. <laughs> right. uh, everybody was on because it was this the one night show and it was one of these things where, where everybody gets seven minutes you know right yeah 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 and, uh, it was downstairs, but somehow the fucking, uh, <laughs> the door had been left open. So the fucking who has from upstairs had yes, just... Yes. So and I'm guessing it wasn't a paid-in gate, was it? No, fuck
1: Okay, So right. what
2: you have is a mix of, like, 20 comedians. Yeah. Uh, their assorted pals who had come to witness the, uh, the car crash. <laughs> which, like, because we'd, we'd been talking it up, like, at this stage we were like, you know, we were like, um... Uh, we were like we were in a fight club, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. just thought it was really, really cool. Like, you know, oh, you know, you know we're doing this gig and it's oh, it's so. We, I remember. But you were
1: all, yeah, just like you're all in it together at least and it's kind of makes it, yeah. yeah
2: well, this It was one of the only times I ever used the phrase mental gig because I hate, I, I, I've grown to hate that phrase. Oh, yeah, it was always oh, mental. Gig. Oh, it was a mental gig. No, do you know what that was? That was a shit gig. Yeah, shit gig. That was a shit gig. Yeah. yeah. Well, at the time. You were saying it was mental because you didn't want to admit it was oh, shit. Or like the lads, uh, the same fellow say, "I blew the roof off." Yeah, no, you fucking. Didn't. No, you didn't. No, roof
1: still there. Probably. No, no, yeah, yeah, roof fucking stronger than ever. Absolutely, trust me, it is still bolted to the wall plate. Yeah, well,
2: we were, absolutely. I, I'd be there, like you know, the, the the faults in this place. I was kind of hyping them as um. As merits, I was like, oh, you know, it's the fucking maddest place. Like, a guy got a pint glass fucked in the moon night. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, these, are, these are not positive. You
1: still had notions of Blues Brothers in your head. Like, you know, you're thinking of like, you know. You're just going
2: to strike up Rawhide and it's going to be the... This is going
1: to be fine. You've all, everybody's seen Roadhouse. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: We're going to calm this place down. We're going to... Yeah. So, it was the anniversary night, it was 20 comedians, all the resorted pals that were brought yeah. down to see this, uh, this... annihilation fucking comedy nine eleven uh assorted uh, members of the press who came to cover it R- what no fuck no oh,
1: fuck? <laughs> you said that without even fucking blinking right fuck no there was a load of jokes you're a good He's liar
2: a <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fucking <laughs> north
1: street's finest you look for me right in the fucking <laughs> face there and assorted members of the press
2: wow no
5: fuck you no jeez oh, you're know. a good liar and
2: it went down the mc gave up um the MC gave up after about 10 minutes. He just said... Because he was talking to himself and everybody was roaring the place. And it literally was the Wild West. Uh, he how, had, how many patrons outside of... Outside of... Outside of... From upstairs was about 10. Okay. But Tom, that was plenty. That was... <laughs> that, was that was enough to disrupt. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's it's like super yeah. concentrated Ribena. They only needed a wee drop yeah. to get into the system. I know what you're saying. MC gave up after about 7 to 10 minutes. He was just like... I'm fucking talking to myself. Do yeah. whatever you want, drop the mic. And the acts just kinda of tagged themselves on and off. Okay. Uh, I remember I remember one act just got ticked with everybody and he thought, Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get everybody's attention yeah. here. So instead of doing his gig on the stage, he did it walking across the tables. Just like Walking, wow. walking with the mic in his hand, walking from table to table. Had he gigged here before? Had oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, because we were. he knew what this crowd needed and I will say he got like the laughs of the night because everybody was like, what the fuck? This is the madness K-R. that we, yeah, yeah. we've talked about. Yeah. Everybody else just kind of, um, I went up and did my gig with uh, an, un- an unexpected uh, sidekick. Okay. Just some lad just got up and stood beside me. Right. The whole time. Just some junky guy just wandered up onto the stage. Typical Adam and Paul looking cunt. Yeah. yeah and just yeah, kind yeah. of fucking stood beside oh, me here, on the stage. Hey Jerry, you? How are you? How are you I'm here doing my bits. Just kind of glancing every now and then to the right and there's just just of fucking standing there. Did he make any
1: reason as to why he was on the stage?
2: No and I didn't ask. I suppose there was no point really. No. And then the whole thing just devolved into like a fucking horrible sweaty... Jesus. M- just
1: a ball of macaroni and yeah. cheese.
2: I don't know if I don't know if it if it went into a second half or if it wrapped up. I forget now. <laughs> but just basically, it was you know it was everybody yelling over. You don't everybody. want to be the last guy on that one. No. Jesus. And like even if you had the mic in your hand, you were not the loudest man in that room. You're as well. Like you'd imagine, you'd be fairly drunk by the time yeah. you get on stage. You'd I, have to be like. No, I I was driving back to Manon and every single time. I did. Every oh my single god. Stone cold sober, and I just like at the time I was and still to this day I wouldn't be doing comedy if it wasn't for the gigs I got in this place okay and I wouldn't be like I met so many great people I met Gary Lynch there doing his first gigs and right like, you know, great guy all together and yeah that's yeah. when I really struck up with like Greg Marks and all these guys they're still kind of as pals to this day and a few lads that I fucking knew to eat. be
1: fair I mean when you do <laughs> gonna, yeah if you break you're be, Yeah, but it, a situation like that it's like you're fucking Vietnam really isn't it like you know you still have that like no matter what you fucking talk about you got Jesus Christ
2: yeah that hellish that's kind of thing that, like, you know, any, any soldier that made it out of Vietnam would say, well, I made it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it made I me lost a little part of me. It made me the person I am <laughs> today. It knocked the edges off me. I went over to be a boy and came to a man. And then I turned around and go, oh, great. Do you want to go back to Vietnam? He goes, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> so, not a bad gig, but my worst gig, I ever. Mean. Wow. Jesus. There you go. Fucking hell, worst gig ever. We First could get get like a fucking reunion gig going on in it. No, fuck no, but it sounds like things.
1: I've done a couple like that, and there's a few... I was a region around that part of the city. There was a few hairy gigs came out of there. Yeah. I, um... Yeah, we'll save them for another time. It's not I, like we're um, running
2: short of shit gigs, though. Jesus
1: Christ, no. <laughs> no. but it's the most bizarre. Like, even... That was good that you kind of went into one that wasn't the shittiest gig ever, but it was
2: your worst, you know. It, well, you know what? I would... I. I it's not as shitty as gigs that I've done in other places, but I would never go back to it. And when I think of, when I think of having done it, yeah, I'm like, what were you thinking? But you weren't what were thinking. That's you? the I problem. Wasn't like, you were just agreeing to go along with the fucking
1: show. Like. I just had comedy on my mind. Like, yeah,
2: I just wanted to tell jokes.
1: Jesus,
5: well oh, man,
2: take me away,
1: Tom. All right, I suppose we'll head back into uh, head back in. I mean, there's there's I mean there's 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 no surprise in that. Uh, Listening to us, and if you've listened to us over the last couple of weeks, you so you know that there's always what the last segment that comes, and I kind of just points out our, the fact that we are extremely cultured.
2: We are two cultured individuals. Too we're extreme. just sitting here eating ham. Yeah, ham.
1: Just we just spent the last what? How long are we? Well, like forty minutes into this, just eating ham.
2: Just eating ham, and I'll tell you what's better again. We were eating ham twenty minutes before we started. <laughs> 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 I will mean, probably there's enough ham out there. We could stay sitting. We're ham not. For we're the rest
1: not done with ham. There to get a couple of fucking bottles of or get this going like but we uh, yeah we, we we'd like to point out I mean, we, we do stand out I mean and there was that was almost like you as a culture which uh, I suppose you were just travelling from Monaghan happy to get a fucking gig. I was delighted but there was an excuse for that I mean it was the innocence of you it's, oh, yeah. it's the lads like uh, some of the boys you mentioned <laughs> you're kind of going fuck lads you're living here you're living here he here. knew what the fuck this was what you're running this fucking thing yeah, <laughs> <way. laughs> what the fuck You've been like, running this for a year. What are you doing to yourself? Well, we always, uh, we always finish up with a bit about cultures, and it, it, this one we like to call Culture's Day Out. Culture's Day Out. And we like, we suppose we've done, out, uh, we've done lots, and it, finding ourselves in different places, and your culture, you, like your real country, comes out of you from time to time. And we, I mean, you talked about New York. We both talked about America and there's I've been there a few times. Yes, I know. I'm not a hole, no biggie. But uh, <laughs> back, see, there was. After the J1 there was kind of friends made and things like that and there was buddies went out there and I went out and visited and This one particular year was that a couple of years after the J1 I was working in the buildings and a guy who became a good mate of mine Who was as culturally a man you ever fucking met He was from just outside Ballancolic in Cork Right But he sounded like he was after coming off some island west of Kerry Fucking like, Skellig Michael yeah, Skellig fucking your <laughs> Barnacles. Like, this was just. Everything was.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ! My
1: God. <laughs> everything was. But he was so, so brilliantly dramatic, like, you know what I mean? Even if he lit a cigarette, it'd be a
2: fantastic cigarette. Yeah, right, yeah every person. You know, it was fucking. Everything was. Jesus you Tom. couldn't help but like the guy, though. Which, I mean, yeah, you not really, you're not really. You're I'm not really probably not. I'm me, probably doing, <laughs> doing
1: him no justice here, but he, he was a hell of a nice Jerry. He was, you know, another Jerry hell of a nice fella. And, I had no holidays booked, but back, this is back in the buildings where you just had to take that two weeks off. There was no choice. There was a set two weeks in the middle of the summer. The most expensive time to go fucking anywhere. This is it. Why,
2: like, fucking go in October? Yeah.
1: Jesus. But, they, this is the thing. We had to fucking take our holidays and everybody else was going on holidays. And I had nothing fucking planned. The lads are all at misses and stuff. I was a single lad at the time. And Jerry had moved to America. Right. Well, we all were making, I was making the all right money in the buildings. I was like, I'm getting a flight out to see you, Jerry. Coming out there for a week. Coming out there for a week, Jerry. He's ah, lovely! He was out in Boston, of course. He was in a different part of the city than when I remember. When well, we got out there, got out there. It was mighty. We're out there anyway, myself and Jerry, and straight. What, what was fucking fantastic. This is where a culture turned man who. There's nothing worse than a culture who knows a bit. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. You become a fucking amazing expert on fucking
2: all things because you. you because you know lads that you you know lads that know nothing. You don't have, If you know a bit, if you're coaching a bit, and I've been the soldier. Yeah. It's not good enough to just say the bit you know. No oh God no. You have to add in your assumptions. Oh yeah. On all the other shit that you don't. <laughs> and if you fucking nail it with enough with the bit you do know, everybody will buy the rest of the oh, stuff yeah, that you're buy, winning.
1: Yeah, they'll get on your Kool Aid straight away. Cause I got into, Jerry was illegal over there.
2: Right. And he. Don't done. Oh the shock on my face. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're just writing I know you just write that straight you, away like. You can't you can't see this on the podcast but I'm just like no.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, the, shock. He looks like something out of the ring right now. His face is just on the fucking floor because
2: <laughs> this guy says like he's meticulous <laughs> he's with his paper Oh you know.
1: Is <laughs> <laughs> uh this could be you actually if you're from Cork but uh, he got a uh, he, he he was out there illegal And he couldn't He couldn't come to the airport Because he was sure the FBI Were looking for him Right fucking SWAT teams SWAT teams The whole fucking shooting gallery He had a fucking grand job Refurbishing buildings Fucker's on about A thousand dollars Of fucking week cash In hand like, Oh nice Oh I was making fucking Massive money the bastard So I got on I try to get a cab I know where I'm going i meet you in The holy ground Was the name of the pub Oh okay Grand job How holy was his grand Not particularly Which was owned by A cute fucker from Cork or, the t- pubs in this street were either owned by a fucker from Cork or a fucker from Tipperary. That's the way this street was. This is, this is, you could do this fucking story in Cork. You actually could, yeah. This is, it was just, it was ridiculous, like. So, it was like Temple Bar, which is essentially all owned by one cute Tipperary fucker, Louis Fitzgerald. But, we, I got, get into a cab. Chap, bring old, me to the holy grounds, pal. Holy ground that says Quincy. Your man looks at me, He's,
2: I am do this two days in Boston you have to give me more than this well look what I've given you the location yeah and I've given you the name of the place yeah
1: now this was 2003 so no sat no no and this lad did not look like he owned a sat-nav or very he honest. didn't sound like no he was only two days into the country and what part of France was this guy from
2: good <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the accent you're oh, out of the very <laughs> fucking south
1: of France anyway that's for sure but he he uh yeah, he, he, he didn't have a fucking sat-nav. Somebody had handed him the keys to a car. And said, so drive that. The steering wheel's on the other side, horsey. Jump into fucking drive.
2: And, like, you know, this... Of all the jobs you could take on with doing, Tom, like a taxi driver. Yeah. Yeah, taxi driver, yeah. Do you know? And, like, if, that's like it giving me the keys to, to in, in Boston and saying, go be a taxi driver. Like, I don't fucking know where I'm going.
1: But, but sure, this is the thing. They're just giving, winging it, like. Then the lad would wing it. And if suppose if somebody got out, that's a last fare, so fucking what? Do, do you know in London they have to know every single yes, street
2: it, it, and I think there's
1: something it's the most in intense exam of all time like apparently
2: stop me if I'm wrong on this now but if you get into a taxi in London do you not agree a fare before you set off you can
1: you can do but there's also the, a metre as there's well there's some system
2: there. like that isn't it? actually with the, the, the here's a weird one the, still in law it has to be within within a certain, you, have yeah. to, you have to vaguely know how much this is going to cost you before yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, and it's a weird thing. If you have you ever been in the London cab? Yes. They round corners and the lock the doors keep
2: unlocking and unlocking. <laughs> as you
1: know, as <laughs> your man comes up, as your man touches the brake, the brake uh, it locks. It? As he goes back on the accelerator, she unlocks.
2: So you've got that window to dive. So you can out. dive
1: out while he's putting the fucking accelerator down, like if you time it right. They are the most unbelievable cabs and things. Like they must be just made of girders. Land Rover must fucking make them <laughs> because they hammer and they get. But they um, but yeah, they still to this day by law have, are supposed to carry a bale of uh, hey in the boot <coughs> They never changed the law from the carriages Really? Yeah, it's still there it's Still yeah. there, huh? Anyway, getting completely yeah, off yeah, fucking boy Yeah, me to Fucking tell you about things about London for fuck's sake But the I'm in with the man in the back anyway I said alright, look it Fuck this backseat stuff I sat up the front with your man right. Had a fucking freak out Cause he had been told by the boys back in the depot Nobody sits up the fucking front Bullocks. I says bollocks to that Move over, Mujab. Mm. We're you doing this You don't know
2: where you're going
1: no I can't tell you from the back Can't tell you from the back Let's do this And I, I get up the front anyway and we're tearing through the fucking place We end up finding the holy ground I had a rough idea where it was, found it Fair play the doorman, they'd left me that dinner on all put on for me And it was half, quarter to eleven at night like They'd The dinner left in the oven for me, the whole lot inside the pub
3: This is proper order
1: Fucking classy stuff, I tell you it is an enjoyable place to go Because they do look after the Irish over their big time. like they fucking love it Shamir doesn't like us Quite a fucking few, as it turns <laughs> out. Yeah. I'd say Australia's fairly fucking sick of us at this stage now, like but that was grand. Hung around with fucking Jerry. Jerry says, Huh, we're going to New York for a weekend. Off to New York for a weekend anyway. Uh, this is where like I was trying to educate Jerry now Because 'cause I'd be to New York. Right. And of course, as we were talking about. I knew about three things about fucking New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. You oh, knew, you knew what we are. Oh, oh, the naked ca- Osher, the naked cowboy. As if I had him on fucking speed dial. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure, all the fucking cowboys is great correct. This is it. Usher, I knew the place. Oh, I knew the name of the fucking train station. That was it, Grand Central. It's fairly handy to remember. Like it's in the central and it's grand. I think we would have learned that one yeah. too.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we get in there anyway. We the do usual old things. We're going drinking and we're having the fucking crack and all the rest. But this is where the innocence of a man. I knew enough. To be cautious of things like a rabbit would be cautious of cars on the road. Right. He won't run 10 miles from it. He'll just step enough away from it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's Jerry didn't. Because Boston is a And the part of Boston he lived in. He hadn't gone fucking 500 yards from his fucking flat. Into right. once. Like He didn't so, have to because all the work was around him. The pub was just up the road. And the restaurant and the Where bar. Where did you go anywhere? And the bar and the shop that sold Denny's Rashers was only around the corner. And the pub he liked was only around... So anyway... Starts flogging fucking rain. We have a couple of jars on board walking on. We're doing a bit of a pub crawl. Right. Fucking umbrella, I think. So we'll get an umbrella. Lo and behold, there's a shop selling
2: all sorts of that shit. Fucking magnets. And new Fucking... Right. That's, this, this is one thing I noticed about New York where you think it's going to be really nice is actually just full of that shit. Shite. You know, like, if you yeah. go to Times Square, you think Shite. that's going to be, like, mm. the cultural hub of the world with the what? most expensive property going. And 90% of it is fucking like uh, t-shirt shops and did I like tell that. you how, how I totally fucking goose myself the first time I was in Times
1: Square no I walked across and asked you know Did the police station box yes. there in the centre I walked over and asked the cops straight out where's Times Square there you go why you wouldn't think you were in why? it why because it wasn't fucking square <laughs> and, and I said your man started breaking his bollocks laughing he's looking at me going man you, you just off the boat you're, or you're something you're in it, bro you're in it bro and I'm like, well,
2: it's not fucking square, it's a triangle, if anything. Yeah. It's a junction. I'd be more inclined to say it. I thought Times Square was gonna be classy, and all there seems to be here is shops selling shite. Shite. But so we walk into the shop looking for an
1: umbrella, and Jerry uh it looks like a regular shop, it's got all sorts of normal things in it, of, of, of fucking stupid plates with pictures of the Statue of Liberty and on it. And Jerry's gone. Snow gone, globes. Snow globes. Right. I find an umbrella good enough, five dollars. Jerry, where where the, where the fuck is Jerry? Where Jerry where Jerry? Jerry's the fucking side hey, down here. I'm here. Over I go into the corner, Jerry's talked with this fella who's standing. Now we're on ground level, but there's a door with an immediate stairs up out of it. In the back end of the shop. Like Anne Frank's house. Like Anne Frank. They're very same. They're very same, but I can guarantee you there's something different up this fucking <laughs> stairs. <laughs> there's a neon sign that says, uh, uh, f- Fucking flames or flambe or said said something anyway in a neon neon sign, and uh, your man is a bouncer. And this is just the back of a shop at five o'clock in the evening, on a like a fucking Friday. I says to Jerry, "Come on, don't be bothering that man. He the man I want to see what's up there. I want to see what's up there." Says Jerry. I says, "For the love and honor of fuck your man," says I. Don't think you do, lads. I think I think this isn't for you. Move on there now. Says your man. Normal shop. All the rest of it. Jerry's pressing, Jerry's pressing, he wants to go up anyway. Your man says, I'll let you up, he says, but I can guarantee you don't want to be up there. I finally turned around and says, Well, tell me what's going up there. Right. M- male strip club.
5: Huh. Yeah.
4: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary Void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply See website for details
2: oh. Not a strip club That males should attend
1: Well males can attend And it would seem males do attend But more so it seems to be males of a certain persuasion And mostly ladies That go up to this place Right It wasn't made for Jerry from Ballincolic At <laughs> <and> fucking Tom <laughs> Tipperary I can tell you that much And your man, God bless him this will tell you his wiseness, he took one fucking look at our welly heads and went there is no, ye have no more fucking reason, being up here, than the man in the moon, ye two fucking weirdos But, Jerry,
2: he fucking pressed on, didn't even pick up on what he said Right, because I was just about to say the story ends here and no. just turn and go round No No nope. Up he went Up
1: he went, and your man had, to, he left him, he wasn't causing trouble around, we weren't drunk I wasn't fucking going
2: Says these were a bit drunk Tom.
1: We had it all, like, <laughs> but it was only five o'clock in the evening, you know what I mean? We'd had a few on, like, but it was just more funny. At five o'clock
2: day. in the evening is late when you're drinking this twice. yeah, evening. yeah, it's true, yeah. It's
1: like the song says, it's five o'clock somewhere, isn't it? Like, I put up Jerry fucking shoots up the stairs. Think of the something out like the most it was like Miley meets Father Tate coming back down the fucking stairs after about. I gave it to you, I says, How long do you give him? Your man says I'll give him 20 seconds I says I'll give him 15 If what's up there tell, If you're it's telling it, me what's you're up there telling me what's I says what I says this is full on He says they're Fucking you uni- He says I'm, I'm getting well paid He says And I don't go up there <laughs> I, This is my job I come I walk in the front of the Georgia shop And I stand here And I advise fucking idiots like you Not to go up the stairs I was written then. at the front of the shop To not suggest a fucking thing. this covert Not a fucking Strip club Because I walked back out And looked to go Did we just walk into a place because you wouldn't be looking up when you saw umbrellas in a, bowl, a basket outside the door. If you're and you see an
2: umbrella, you kind of get tunnel vision on it. Right?
1: Oh, well, I just figured it was an umbrella shop. I, the last thing I thought was <laughs> that I was going to get a fucking feast of fucking Mickey's upstairs. Like. <laughs> but yeah, your man, low me fucking hold. He came down, I'd say probably on the 19 second mark. He came down, there was must have been 14 or 15 steps from top to bottom. And I'd say if he hit fucking three of them. He was on, doing well. He was doing fucking well. He came out the fucking back like somebody had shot him out of a fucking cannon and went flying across the fucking floor, knocked souvenirs off every fucking thing. How the fuck, man? on? Stay- I stayed there for ten days because my flight got delayed. Well, in the shop. No, in the fucking. <laughs> no.
2: We're so hungry. I was just drinking. I was drinking water out of the snow globes to survive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Could not get enough of NYPD T-shirts. <coughs> they fucking stayed in America for 10 days with Jerry because our fucking flying and not one I asked him every minute of every day what he saw up there that made him so scared because he sobered up like he was fluthered he was never one for it. that was a good drinker he was sort start to fill another to drink two bottles of Bud Right. Do you know that kind of way yes very like myself yeah oh very like you alright um, and he was he was he was caught going up that stairs and in under 20 seconds he came down white as a fucking ghost yeah, terrified. he just
2: came down and lost the accent. It scared him. That yeah, he yeah. Lost the <laughs> all right, Tom. Let's just uh, let's yeah. let tip on now, shall we? Yeah, I tell you he's just got a monocle, <laughs> like you yeah, know,
1: the yeah, whole like, everything. The poor to see man. Here, Tom, nothing to see at all. A poor man. He. I'd love to. I haven't seen him in years. I haven't probably seen him since then. Actually, yeah, haven't actually seen him since then. That'll tell you everything about you need to know. And he could be in a hospital. He, the, the man. I don't think he. He wouldn't have come home because he would have just been ashamed. But I mean, there was. It would seem like it sounded like there was a lot of fun up there. Someone was having a good. There time. was a, there was screaming. It seemed like a happy party up there, albeit not one for me. But you know, it sounded like a good time. So somebody was having a good time. with Jerry, I would have just loved, just if I nearly would have sacrificed going up there to stand in the back of the room to watch him running in. And to watch the look on
2: his face while some dudes on the pole like greasing it up and some some chick is sticking a fiver into his fucking jocks There there could have been part of his of his mind that was thinking along the lines of well if I go up here, where's a mail strip club okay? I've got all the information available. (laughs) I know, like I'm no one going into here. Yeah. There could be like hen party esque groups of women that are just there to ogle these fellas and when the fellas are off the stage, then I'll be the only single fella in the room. So like their batteries are charged and got nothing to do with them. Is that what you're saying? And like, they turn around and there's Jerry standing there. And I do like, Let's have the crack with him. I'll be honest, with you, I think it was. Do you the think he would have been thinking that? Good no, upstairs? I definitely
1: don't. Like I'll hammer a bit of crack out of this. He did, still? no. He. Yeah, I don't think he. His thought process tip typically wasn't like that. He got surprised by things like the rain. Do <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like, he, uh, you know, he was sort of bloke that made airplane noises feeding himself. Do
2: <laughs> right. you know? Nice, nice fella, but. But he wouldn't, like, because yeah. that, 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 like, plan accor- would would occur to me, like, uh, you know. If you went I, back down to had a thought thought process. There's yeah. a lot of women on there watching fucking lads swinging around poles and shit like yeah. that, like, you know, and we'll be just there to chop them up when all's said and done. Footproof. Essentially, like, that's the chum. Yeah, that's yeah. That's the yeah. chum to the shark base. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah. and we're the bit, like, you know, yeah, what I mean? here we no. I can see that sort of. Uh, it wasn't,
1: no way. He was wanted to go up there because he was told he wasn't fucking allowed up there by some big bollocks of a fucking bouncer. And that's all the time. And all it was was like him some night in Ballyvorne scutter drunk or outside a fucking a thing in in or something being told by the bouncer that he had too much drink on board and he'd still desperately want to go in to get his fucking I wanna go in. I uh, just need to get in. I wanna go in. I don't think he even thought about what was at the top of that stairs. I don't think he cared. It was almost like it was like uh, it did. I don't know if you ever saw that bit from, from Family Guy where it was a film. It was the alternative version of Brokeback Mountain from the horses' point of view. <laughs> right. And the two horses are talking, and the tent is just there, kind of shaking from side to side. And the two horses are talking. It's like, hey, we were it's, we're like an hour late. Do you think the guys are think the guys are getting up? Uh, no, I'm just gonna go check it out. I, I wouldn't. I'd leave him. I'd leave him if I were you. I'd leave him. So the other horse and the other guy sticks his head in, and three seconds, later he's like, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, <laughs> and uh, that's what it was. He was just being told he couldn't go up there, and whatever he saw up there. It was just it was it was he had that look in his eyes like your man do you know remember the black guy in uh, in Predator that was like shaving his side of his head Yeah, it, yeah, yeah yeah it's in yeah. The trees man. It's, yeah. In tr- it's over there. It ain't no man. It ain't no man <laughs> <laughs> He had that look in his eyes. Just Only his
2: in this case, it was, it was a man. Yeah,
1: it was definitely was a man. I don't know, maybe he had a realization in that moment that maybe this might be a thing he did and he didn't
2: know how to process that moment. Like maybe he's working there now for all I know. What, like when you're on your laptop and you open too many windows? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like plug in not responding and you, yeah. you can't shut the fucking thing yeah. down. <laughs> Kind of like, oh, just give it a minute. If um, you keep clicking on the X going, please, please, please. Yeah. So what he, what you're saying he needed to do was just hold the off button for yeah. like 15 seconds yeah. to choke the thing off. Exactly. Just calm himself down and just
1: think about the moment he was in and that he will never do it again and laugh it off. But he was not right for a while. Even, he wasn't right for even a couple of more pints after that. And the fact is, <laughs> it made it, it made it all the, it was almost, I had did it that impulse then because I nearly wanted to go back to see what fucking blew his mind so much. I'm mad I don't know what the hell was up these stairs. I, I, I have a fair idea. Like. No, your man wouldn't even, he was like, ah, it's just,
2: it's just strippers that are men. That's essentially what he... Because he like, you know, in fairness, time on the scale of things, that's like, fairly vanilla, like, you know. I yeah. can't see how that would hard you know, rewire this poor corkers brain. Like, it, maybe it was like gimp masks and shit like that the way the guy described it to me was purely he wasn't the chatty
1: sort I'll be honest with you. New York bouncers typically aren't the sort of guys who go in for house or fat or keeping that's not just bouncers now no exactly exactly yeah 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 he was just uh, he wasn't going in for it the big chat he just went it's a strip club with dudes that strip that was that was his exact opposite but I did once and I don't know if you've ever witnessed this but I remember a sister of mine worked in a bar in Cork one time and the, there was a nightclub onto the back of it and it was only ever a nightclub but it was about five o'clock in the evening and somebody had booked it out and put these guys in there they were a troop of Pirate. strippers and the screams like it was just me and a couple of blokes were having a couple of pints in the bar and the screams coming from where there was never screams because at five o'clock in the evening, the cleaning crowd were in cleaning right, yeah, yeah. and restocking the bar the sister was like there's some strippers next door and I could not it was like it was the sort of screams you hear you know when you see in Sky News and there's been a ton of poor misfortunes out in the Middle East blowing to bits and the women
2: are screaming and banging the ground. You yeah. know, that kind of screaming. But the ones in your sister's pub weren't screaming at whack power or anything like that, were they? No.
1: They weren't screaming that. <laughs> they weren't screaming anything like that. But I, I, I pulled the door open a crack, and I knew one of the bouncers who the bouncer was actually at the time he was Frankie Sheen who went on to play for Ireland who was his brother All was right. on the door. he says, come <laughs> in look, and look at the at this. And... I just saw this fucking mayhem like mayhem like wild like adult women sc- like screaming not like children they were screaming like the li- like the walking dead that's what it was would remind you of and I was really, I could see this from the back and the lads five lads were up there you know doing their dance or whatever and they, they were they were clothed to a degree but they were losing their fucking mind like <laughs> like there was women knocking other women out it was just like and the whole night ended apparently because I I fucked off at that stage. The sister was she was finished in the bar and we headed away off for a drink somewhere else because it was just it was going to be all out pandemonium. I would say they weren't the most refined ladies. You did not want to be around when they came out of this thing because they were gonna. They were just they needed blood, essentially. At this stage, they were just charged up, and but apparently the night ended shortly after that. The show was cut short because a woman decided. She was going to uh, reach forward on stage and swing like an orangutan from one chap's poor tackle. <laughs> he thought otherwise and natural reaction broke her fucking jaw in two places. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was the end of the night. He knocked her clean with the concert. The paramedics had to come in. It fucking
2: reminds me of a story there. It was in, uh, in, uh, back home in Carrick and there come a stripper into the pub one night. Yeah, were you ever in a pub where a stripper comes in? I've like
1: never I worked with a guy who, who was well I say I worked I, I fucked around in a hotel when I was in college laying out chairs and things like that but one of the guys that worked in the gym he was this he was he was a he used to cycle to work in all the gear that the wankers wear nowadays but this is 2000, 2000 yeah, this is 2000 2001 when nobody wore that shit right so he was he was a gimp from the get go so when he, when he said that he stripped it made perfect sense yeah he had bleached white hair because I mean, he was foxy, fuck him. and he used to
2: dye his eyebrows white and stuff. He was just a fucking Digo. weirdo anyway. Like so, that was that was as close to the, ever. So I, I I witnessed it twice. Now one was a fella landed in for a lady's birthday, but he was he was a bollocks. He was like a nerd. You know what I mean. He was like a joke stripper. Okay. He right. was really skinny, and he was dressed up as yeah, a cow. So, you can see what we're fucking driving at here now. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. We're, this ain't the fucking Chippendales. All right yeah. now, like, you know, it's one thing to be a male stripper, to be a joke male stripper. This is not uh, Channing Tatum in the no, early years No, fuck, yeah. no. like a learner plate <laughs> right? around. I was like, I felt sorry for him. I felt, I felt genuinely bad for the guy, right? And the other one was a lady stripper that landed in for some lad's birthday in the right. pub. And thing now, she didn't strip, number one. That was it. She, she All right. Right. She came in dressed as a guard. Right? right. But the ruse of her being a guard did not last long like nobody fucking said oh shit the guards are in you know? okay yeah, yeah it was just because oh, everyone fucking knew uh, there's your man stripper you know what I mean yeah yeah with a giant hat and yeah. fucking yeah 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 so off comes the jacket and she's wearing her bra right that's as far as it went because yeah. she stripped him oh right oh right he had to take his uh, jumper off right he had to take his fucking fire trap shirt off right <laughs> fire <laughs> trap we all had a fire trap at some stage <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> right? this was this was the thing in America it's like <clears throat> as America is like yo man it's your birthday we're going to take you to a titty bar a titty bar we're going to get here. some titties in your face man <laughs> we're going to we're gonna buy you a private dance man you know we're going to get you some titties in your and face right isn't... but in Ireland it's like hey it's your birthday we're going to get a stripper to come around to the pub and make a fucking show you yeah if to tug you mean.
1: off yeah
2: yeah to, to, right so she took as she, uh, she had the whole thing like uh, uh, it was like old hat to her. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah yeah. No matter what he had when when she when he took off his top, she was like,
5: Jesus look at the
2: fucking state of you like oh, she, right, she, she was a job. For I every, really yeah. I really feel like I should point that out <laughs> stage, right? Jesus look at the fucking state of you and all this kind of crack. So she's making a show out of the poor gas and then she has him down on his knees and she's reading about some fucking dirty limerick or something Right. Like that, right? And the fella beside me, who's a pal of mine, was looking down at your man's bla at your man's back and he turned to me and said I'd love to give that to red hand right now Would you have to imagine and I just thought what that is so fucking character that you've got a strip on here not a very good one but all you want to do is just fucking leave a hand imprint with a massive but slap stuff that's on how, your man. That's back. how
1: unnice we are as a fucking nation. Like, like, that you was, just set it up like Americans will treat their friend like, you know what I mean? Going it. But yeah, he was going to fucking clatter the fucking back of the poor fucker. Yeah, up. just for the... That's amazing. <laughs> oh. I want to be brilliant. I mean, you talk about tough gigs though. I mean, imagine being a fucking stripper.
2: Jesus Christ. I can't. Sometimes I think Tom... Um, uh kind of more dignified <laughs> You just fucking know. You remember your man I was telling there you? Might about there might be somebody in the room interested, at least like You know your man I was telling you about there, the joke stripper that came in dressed as a cow, with yeah. like a skinny fucking uh, <laughs> like the joke the joke like Mr. Muscle, guy yeah. you know, with the weedy looking fella. Yeah. Uh he's probably there uh, right now on a on a on a joke stripper podcast going, I Fucking hate to be a comedian. <laughs>
4: yeah, you know it,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. I see the lad in the bar and he do good
1: What's it worth to him I wonder, you know what I mean, what's the what's cost for him, what was he getting out of it like fucking money-wise like I wonder 200 quid?
2: It'd want be wouldn't it?
1: Like he's not a local lad
2: No Was he up from Dublin as well? I couldn't tell you
1: Jesus Any any Anybody who's ever had any involvement is in this, the male stripping world if that guy is listening I can Tweet say, us Tweet us Yeah, yeah what, what's, what, what's
2: your worth pal I <laughs> no, just want to know What you Like What was your dignity worth Have you ever do, you, Have you ever given anyone A red hand during a performance <laughs> <laughs> and look, Some people might not Be listening to this Not knowing what a red hand is You've had a red hand in your Oh time, you, you
1: know it You know it Like playing any sports PE or anything It's either a towel
2: snap or a red hand. A red hand is basically a very hard slap on your bare chest or back and it leaves the imprint of a red hand. A red hand. It's kind of an Ulster thing though. That's uh, Yeah well well, it 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 makes perfect sense that that we red hand each other all the time.
1: It's like fucking Brandon it's our
2: mark. Yeah it's (laughs) an easier
1: thing than a fucking crown with some other fucking yoke that we have anyway. So yeah it is. But, uh, yeah, I suppose we, we should really stick a fork in it somewhere that's it, yeah.
2: That's it's been it. emotional fucking... It's been an emotional six weeks. It's been an emotional six weeks. And it's been an emotional hour here filled with ham. Ham. Sweet Jesus. Like We've eaten so much fucking ham. We'd like to thank everybody for listening to yeah, Series 1 of the Tom and Jerry Show. Thank you very, very never much. you do know, a Series 2 might uh, yeah, might yeah. find its way down the pipeline. more than
1: maybe our mother, really. That's what it's going to count on, is that if more than our mother and our siblings, perhaps, listen to this... Yeah, then, uh, yeah. If you,
2: if you, I mean, our, our, our barometer for success is surprisingly low. you'd <laughs> uh, he, be you'd be amazed at what we're uh, what we're counting as a success with this
1: thing. Yeah, you know it. Like I mean, it, I mean, some lads are just unhappy if they're not making money at under a million views on fa- on on YouTube. Uh, yeah, no. We'll yeah, we'll, no.
2: we'll 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 take that.
1: You know what? <laughs> yeah, we're easy on that. So yeah, we won't put a figure on it. But if it gets past a certain point, we'll
2: definitely do a series too. Uh, and that figure is surprisingly low. Yeah, trust me. Trust me. <laughs> just. Just share it the once, it would probably do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, for everybody that uh, followed us on uh, Twitter, uh, at to Tom and Jerry Show, uh, and yeah. indeed you can follow me at Jerry McBride and Tom. I'm at Tom underscore You can't always get ah, away the underscore. Ah, fuck <laughs> so off. Somebody's got to go for Like sloppy seconds with the underscore. Oh, you know? Well,
1: I'll take it. I'm not putting Tom Omahany 1 right. on the fucking Tom thing. Tom Omahany 69XX.
2: That's my stripper fucking handle. I feel like you know. I feel I might have made that joke like six times over these podcasts. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: we yeah we've had
2: ones like about you see you're just gloating because you got the Twitter handle Skidded in
1: underneath the door there pal. Yeah, it was um, pretty tasty.
2: I think we've had we've had good times. Yeah, it has been a good one. Definitely actually, got yeah. some shit gigs out of our systems.
1: More than anything, it's been therapy. It's been it's yeah, been. I, mean, that. I think we can both admit that anybody listened to it will know that it's been therapeutic to talk about. The fucking
2: shock at fucking gigs and all the rest of it and, and that. all the shit we hate.
1: Yeah, pretty much bitching. Yeah. It's been a lot of bitching. There's we
2: can't can't promise you that a series two will be any more upbeat than this No, oh God no, it's probably would you want it to be? No you wouldn't. We're Irish for fuck's sake. Who you yeah, like, Jesus Christ. Who wants to be
1: all fucking patting each other on the back and all the rest of it? Man, Except when you're giving someone a red hand. you man Bill Burr, he was he said it was fantastic. I remember listening to him one time, he was talking about his gig in Vickers Street. And he said he'd done it in 26 different countries. The same show, same fucking joke. Everybody was on board him. he was at, there was a minuscule fucking heartfelt moment in it when he's talking about hugging kids too much will make them fucking soft and all the rest of it. And he said there's this one minuscule of a heartfelt, because he's not a very heartfelt comedian. And no. he had this one bit where he said in, in every other country people kind of just sat there listened and appreciated that it was heartfelt that his mother never hugged him. And he says in the Fucking this title! From the word I said, never hug me. The entire Vicker Street went, oh. And he, went to, and he says like five minutes later he was wrapping up the show and he gave away free CDs to everybody of his previous show and everybody got a free CD and he actually announced from the stage I'm giving you all a free CD take it away with you there'll be ushers at the door giving you away free CDs and one guy five rows back went ah fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that's why I fucking love Ireland <coughs> because there isn't a fucking you don't get a... a the crack of the door doesn't even open when somebody's gone shut up the fuck yeah, stop such 90. a fucking pussy fuck's sake. shut up you stupid bitch it up you know what I mean? so that's, that's <laughs> and that's he appreciated because he's from fucking New England kind of where yeah. there's a lot of Irish and stuff where we're just we're just we're just cynical fucks
2: we're beaten down yeah and we take pride in that we haven't had it easy
1: no we fucking haven't
2: and that's the way we like it. albeit the ham has been very good this evening I will say now the ham has been exceptional yeah. Uh, where are we on ham sandwiches now, Tom? Polish off the rest of the ham. You know
1: it well. I've, if I'm on like my chia bread, for sure we're we'll all over that. Like you know, if, I hope you don't mind. There's no butter.
2: No, well, I I need something. To give well, you about. can have your chipotle fucking. Sauce I need something there. to give out about on series two. I uh, know you will. Series two, giving out. Yeah, I'm supposed to deal with Tom. <laughs> I have, right, I want to fucking bring up Tom not and have a butter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right let's, let's take stick out, it. Let's stick in that. that done. Okay. Let's Thanks again for, for listening again. Yeah. I've been Jerry McBride.
1: I've been Tom O'Manny. You've been listening to the Tom and Jerry show. Catch you later, guys. See later, guys. See later, guys. See later, guys.
0: Later,
4: guys. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
5: Plus.